Hello, this is Leslie Garthold Tenzer, and this is Law to Fact. Today we're talking criminal law. In this super brief podcast, I'm rewinding an oldie but goodie. Several years ago, I gave a discussion that illustrated the differences between the model penal code levels of intent purposely, knowingly, recklessly, and negligently. I used the Cunningham case to illustrate my point. Be warned, I did this a while ago. My voice is a little higher, but it explains the issue well. Enjoy. In the 1950s, a young married man named Mr. Cunningham lived in a two-family house. He lived with his wife on one side and his mother-in-law on the other. The families got their heat from a gas meter, which was in the basement. They would put money in the meter, and as much money as they put in would dictate how much heat they got. Well, I guess Mr. Cunningham was tired of living with his mother-in-law because he hatched a plan, and the plan included taking the meter off the wall so that he could collect the money. On the day that he decided to do this, Mr. Cunningham successfully removed the meter, but he wasn't successful in getting away. In fact, when he took the meter off the wall, the heat rose, and it caused Mrs. Wade, a woman visiting his mother-in-law, to breathe in noxious fumes. The prosecution charged Mr. Cunningham with causing another to breathe noxious fumes. But the issue is not whether he caused her to breathe noxious fumes, but whether he had the intent to do so. And in order to decide which intent should apply, the court looked to the model penal code, a statutory model which most states adopt in some part, in deciding what level of intent. And the model penal code is great because what the model penal code does is it divides intent into four neat categories purposefully, knowingly, recklessly, or negligently. Purposely means it's one's conscious objective to do that thing. So if I see someone across the way and I want to kill them and I pull out my gun and shoot, I'm acting purposely because it was my conscious objective to shoot and kill them. Knowingly is the next level of intent. Knowingly means acting with substantial certainty that the harm may result, but it's not necessarily the actor's conscious objective to do the harm. For example, if I shoot a gun into a circus tent, I may not necessarily want anyone to die, but I'm pretty darn certain somebody will. Recklessly is the third level of intent. An actor acts recklessly when she is aware of a gross and substantial risk of harm. It's a risk that an ordinary person would be aware of, and it has to be quite high. For example, if I go texting and driving, I'm pretty sure that by texting, it could cause harm. That would be an example of recklessly. And the fourth level of intent is negligently. In negligently, I may not have personal awareness, but a reasonable person would have awareness under the circumstances that a gross and unsubstantial type of harm could happen. An example of negligent might be if I'm driving and engaged in a heated argument with my passenger. I'm talking to him or her, and I'm unaware that the light turns red, and I drive through it, causing an accident. In that particular instance, I didn't have personal awareness of what I was doing, but a reasonable person would have had awareness under the circumstances. To look at them in context, consider this. The difference between purposely and knowingly is that in purposely, it's the actor's intent to cause the harm. Whereas in knowingly, the actor doesn't intend to cause the harm, but the actor's pretty darn certain that harm will result. The difference between knowingly and recklessly is a matter of degree. With knowingly, the actor is substantially certain that the harm could result. No real number, but let's say 90%. Whereas in recklessly, the actor is aware of a risk that the harm could result, less than 90. 
And the difference between recklessly and negligently is that in recklessly, the actor has personal awareness of the consequences of the harm, whereas in negligence, the actor does not have personal awareness, but a reasonable person would have that awareness. So let's apply these four levels of intent to Mr. Cunningham. If Mr. Cunningham pulled the meter off the wall with the goal of causing Mrs. Wade to breathe the noxious fumes, we would say he acted purposely. If instead Mr. Cunningham pulled the meter off the wall with the goal of keeping the money, but pretty certain that Mrs. Wade was upstairs and pretty certain that Mrs. Wade was going to breathe the fumes and become sick by them, then we would say that Mr. Cunningham's intent was knowingly. If instead Mr. Cunningham pulled off the meter, aware that there was a chance that Mrs. Wade or someone was home, aware that there was a chance that the gas would leak, and aware of the chance that someone would breathe in that gas and become sick from the fumes, then we would say that Mr. Cunningham acted recklessly. If instead, when Mr. Cunningham pulled the meter off the wall, he had no understanding of the consequences. He didn't know the gas would rise, but a reasonable person understood that the gas could rise and cause someone to be sick. Then we would say that Mr. Cunningham acted negligently. So what happened to Mr. Cunningham? Well, the court decided that the proper level of intent for that particular statute was recklessness. That meant Mr. Cunningham was responsible if a jury found that he was aware of a gross and substantial risk of harm to somebody breathing those noxious fumes. Well, what happened to Mr. Cunningham? In fact, the jury found he was aware of a substantial risk of harm that somebody would have breathed those fumes, in this case, Mrs. Wade. So what happened really to Mr. Cunningham? Guilty. So that's my discussion of the four levels of intent for the Model Penal Code. Hope you enjoyed it. If you like our podcasts, please subscribe on iTunes or through your Android, Spotify, or wherever you're hearing them. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, tweet us at Law to Fact. And if there's a professor you'd like us to speak with, tweet us that too. As a reminder, all of our podcasts are now on our new website, www.lawtofact.com. Enjoy your semester.